Okay. Welcome to the Live and Learn podcast. Teddy, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) Alright. I'm grateful. Try number three. Welcome to the Live and Learn podcast. I am Cooper, your host. I'm David G. I'm Arfon. Nathan. Nathan. (laughs) And today we have a very special guest, Nathan Lockwood. Nathan is a mathematician, athlete, coder, businessman, entrepreneur, and Asian. So, and, a, and a good friend of mine for some time. Damn. I didn't know you were Only half, that right? A, that was a beautiful word that you just painted for me. You fucking Christ. I really thought you were announcing like the king of, uh, what's it called, Westeros coming in. Mm. And if you live for the good moments and learn, learn from the bad, you're in the right place. You're in the right place. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Live and Learn podcast. We go slow and steady here, okay? <laughs> it's your first time. It's fine. Uh, you you want to come at me for never getting it right. It's all right. We're living and learning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Today's episode is brought to you by the BBC, the Benson Brewing Co., Today we are back of the bread. bottle. T- today we are yeah. enjoying the refreshing yeah. apple cinnamon pie. Yes. Soon to be available um in uh William Cooper Benson's garage. Yes, out of my basement. It's it's sanitary, don't worry. <laughs> There's a very good process to this. I've seen multiple rats. When we eventually get the Patreon up, we'll we'll do some like um, behind the scenes and you guys can check it out. This is the seasonal flavor apple spice latte. No, what I said something what? else. I, apple spice latte. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so we're still working on the naming. Yes, so the kombucha is my like little like side hustle dream, and we all sort of have our side hustle dreams or our, you know, our main dreams or or main, <laughs> our main dreams. Basically, anything to do to get out of the rat wheel, anything to you know become somewhat financially free or live the life that you want to live. Um, without having to worry about money or working or, you know, laboring, doing th- basically doing things you don't want to do, having your time as your own. And Nathan is an individual that very much so uh, impressed that idea upon me. Um, was it you who showed me Rich Dad, Poor Dad? Or no? Maybe. I think it was vice versa. Vice versa, yeah. Anyway, but for a time, well, Nathan... Why don't we just like talk about your relationship in general? As far as like oh. you know, how we even know, dude. Who don't is. don't break up this like. Uh, Our phone was getting inspired. Yeah, <laughs> like I was, I was listening. I was getting pumped. I was like, damn. All right. Well, I guess throwback to like 2015 or something. 2016, Nathan and I played tennis together. He's actually in my brother's grade, uh, a year and a half or so older, but. He played tennis, I played tennis, and we were always on the court together. Um, so how did you guys yeah. become friends despite not actually being in the same grade together? Mm. Mm. I think we know, I think we know, but... <laughs> you know, know, just guy friendships, you know, <laughs> yeah. just hang out together in silence, uh, and it's... <laughs> um, sounds, uh, sounds a bit mischievous. Mm. Yeah, in, silence. Mischief. in silence, yes. Yes. Oh, okay. 
Um, but yeah, so we kind of just like played tennis together, hung out, and Nathan did was did yeah sports together. Um, Nathan was my brother's roommate in college, though. That's so right. Got a lot more contact yeah. through that. You know, we have multiple connections through mm. our relationship, mutual yeah. friends, brother. That, you know, the universe just has a way of bringing people together. Yep. I would 100% not put that there. <laughs> really? Yes. Maybe, like, over here. Anyway, what, we, what was the tangent I was going off on before you so rudely interrupted me? Oh, yes. Financial freedom. So, oh, yeah. Nathan and I share kind of the same like motivation uh, and dream to become financially free at some point in our lives. And to I not think everyone has that dream. Yes. To some degree. I would like to say everyone in this room. Yes. No one's disagreeing. And hopefully our listeners as well. So, I don't know. Nathan kind of opened my eyes up more to that, especially in the realm of like cryptocurrencies and just trading in general and taking risk. Oh, yeah. Got to take risk. Yes. Scared money don't make money. Nope. Scared money don't make money. And you got to you gotta put yourself out there. Mm-hmm. It's not all luck. You can't rely on luck. You got to take risks. And, oh, yeah. And do that. Yeah. Well, I used to, I used to be very more gung-ho on that that attitude just i don't know not working in nine to five yeah you know after reading all those books you know it kind of downloads a certain way of thinking into you and i was kind of against against working for a while but you know as you know just started a job three days in. yeah i just had my third day today how's the training it's going good it seems like a good company you know but that's the thing it's like i'm not trying to abandon that you know that goal, that is the mission, you know. And I think, you know, with COVID, everything, the past year, so much of the workforce moving to online, you know, you asked earlier, can anyone do this now? I think with online work, way more people can just, you know, kind of integrate that into their... And they'll have more free time to yeah. manage their own affairs as well, while also, like, you know, giving their time yeah, to exactly. the company. Exactly. What's exactly. changed for you, though? Because, like... You know, you're preaching a lot about the, like, you know, never work a nine-to-five. Here you well, are with a I'll tell you, Teddy. Uh, you know, I need money. <laughs> Everybody needs gotta money. eat. Good, cold, <laughs> hard, fast. I want to move out of my mama's house, you know? <laughs> well, and, like, you need the you need money for your initial investments. You can't, yeah. You can't, like, break out. Um, well, then, can we talk about, like, the, the realisticness of, like, you know, how to attain, um financial security yeah yeah financial uh freedom because i think um i think a lot of people like maybe in like the introductory stages have the idea that uh you know oh i'm gonna start investing money into like different things and you know do this do that without like realizing you know where does that initial investment even come from yeah you definitely have to start out with some sort of plan and if not even a plan just have like a goal in mind i think What's most important is like having a budget and sticking to it. This budgeting class I took in college it was honestly so so useful, and I think everyone should be required to take some sort of budgeting class in college. Like maybe most in high school too. Yeah, like. <laughs> literally high school it should have been. But but you know what stopped me and what stops a lot of people, you know, is like dealing with emotions, like on that climb. You know, especially with trading, it's a big part of trading. You know, you win a lot. 
you gotta Do you mean as far as like the stress that comes from that yeah and also like it affects your decision making like trading you know you say you hit a big trade you know you're rolling high off that high like a real casino euphoria you're like all right gotta keep going gotta gotta bet it all you know that's how you lose or you know vice versa like i'm going down i should just quit but like you know you have a strategy with your risk set and you're like you know this can work you know so it's like not doubting yourself while also you know well how do you manage that like stress because yeah you mentioned like you related it to gambling which it definitely very much is especially when you go into like areas like forex for example um how do you like how do you manage to stay away from like getting into like the gambling attitude as far as like oh I want some, you know, if I put my money here, I can, like, double again, you know, and so Yeah, on. that's a whole trade like, psychology episode you know, yeah. right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, that's, well, that's a whole topic that's... Personally for you, though, like, you know? Um, personally for me, it's, you know, not not looking at the trades as, as often, but kind of circle back to the budgeting thing. I think, you know, to tie that into the money psychology thing, you know, there's that psychology part trading, but there's also that psychology part psychological aspect of saving money you know when you have money you want to spend it you know when you could be investing it and like one thing that class i took in college that really emphasized they really emphasized on and i think it's it's so true and important is like you pay yourself first like every paycheck or every job you have your 30 percent. you pay yourself first that's for doing for doing dumb shit you know spending at the bars buying weed buying new toys i don't know really well yeah that's what that's what you have mean by you pay, pay, pay yourself? yourself first yeah okay. and then so then i i do this a lot i don't know about you guys but like i'll have good streaks of saving for a long time and then i'll just go into spending splurges like and yeah. just empty my bank account going to trip you know so like the idea is by paying yourself first and having that money to you know be comfortable with so you can you know live comfortably while also knowing you're building up on the side kind of working into that lifestyle that you want to live yeah i feel like that removes a lot of the anxiety yeah yeah exactly having that money there yeah Yeah. burning a hole in your pockets yeah exactly so you know like okay this is my money for the next till i get my next paycheck that's how i'm thinking about at least now that i'm on the nine to five grind That's, (laughs) that's how i'm gonna i don't know budget myself but i think you know, the math for that makes really good sense too, yeah. you know, and, you know, there's no. that, there's that struggle of, you know, yeah. living each day to the fullest while also planning <laughs> for your future. Yeah. So I think like by budgeting like that, it's balances those a little bit, you know. I think you make a definitely an excellent point as far as like the budgeting goes. It's like, it's like, it helps you break it up as far as like how much you allow yourself to spend um, on like uh, investing yeah. and then secondarily how much you know you can spend on you know pleasure mm-hmm. so yeah there were like four main categories or maybe three it was you know pay yourself first that's the first one and then the next one is like needs which is like 50 percent. that's your rent food whatever you know because you, you you have your needs you don't you know you, you don't want to skimp on your needs to I don't know. You don't want to try like your a, life too much to yeah, pursue something. That's like a lower tier of like investing and life gambling. Yeah. Well, can I ask you a question? Are you are you eating off of your investments or are you eating off of your paycheck? Uh, I haven't gotten a paycheck yet, but oh, um, well. I, I yeah. will be eating off my paychecks for a while. But, okay. you know, I don't know. 
I'm not. I don't know. I feel like you guys are looking at me like I'm super rich. Which, you know, <laughs> oh, no, no, it's not. I'm actually you're like a super... salaried employee, of course. <laughs> so, yeah, you know. Oh, it's no, like okay. us wage earners. Yeah. Like... But, like, I do plan on, I don't know, investing. You I know, my vision is, like, to, you know, have that part for myself to have fun and then put 20% of each check into crypto, 10, 10 to 20% in stocks, you know. Super diversified. So, is that kind of something you could recommend to someone? Is if you're, oh, yeah. if you're, you know, salaried or you're making enough money where you can kind of just put up a little away. It's oh, better yeah. than it's it's better than just saving it in the, in a bank account. It's better than spending it because that's something that's going to pay off in the future. You may not see like immediate uh, rewards. It's like the casino feeling. Everyone's yeah. after that like instant. Everyone wants to be the instant exactly. millionaire. Everyone thinks they can beat the house, but no one really can. Yeah. You know, except me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Nathan and I had a bit of a, a forex phase. I kind of, I kind of went out of it though. See, I dude, didn't... I, I just cannot get behind forex because it's just like it's literally day trading. And... It is. Huh? Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. yeah it, it, like I just, it's there's it's... too much risk management. In my yeah. in my personal opinion, I think it's day trading, but surprisingly more volatile. <laughs> yeah, but that's where the money is in the volatile volatility. Yeah, but I I don't know. I'd rather just like spend a week researching a company and then. Yeah, and it's also a lot easier to you know sure invest in some like, stock and just sit back and let it. Yeah, and chill. like then then you can just like. Just watch your money grow rather than yeah. just like making quick trades, hoping for the best. Yeah, and then you're always ha you have that anxiety always, yeah. like oh I got to be checking it, I might be losing yeah. it, I might be like, oh I'm so far up, do I sell it now? I don't know. Like, oh yeah, but there's also that's, that's kind of the reason why I don't really care for like even sh shorter like longer term stuff compared to day trading like swing trading. I I just I can't get behind that either. Yeah, it's definitely not for everyone. You have to have the right mentality and like have your trade psychology very disciplined, which I can't say that's definitely. something that I've attained. Yeah. That, I, I think I definitely have to agree. Like, I, I won't um, admonish it entirely just because there are those people that are very successful doing Forex. I just do not think I can be one of those people. Um, and I don't, I don't think most yeah. people can. No, it's it's a psychological battle for sure. And I always try to think like, okay, I'll try to take these shortcuts, find signal providers that are good. Well, see, and, see, that's the thing. Or bot or robots and, you know. Shortcuts. It's just, you know, um, never work out. For any of you viewers who are interested in Forex um, and what you hear us saying, you think it's bullshit, <clears throat> maybe it is, but I have a recommendation, and Nathan actually recommended this guy to me. Look up the channel No Nonsense Forex. Maybe you've already seen him, maybe you haven't, but just a shout out to my boy No Nonsense Forex because yeah, I watch his videos and he's very, very good. So, oh, yeah, he knows his psychology. He does. But, um, yeah, the other thing that's about finance, I don't know, there's all these new decentralized finance projects now that you can like supposedly earn way more on your savings with higher APY because it doesn't, those, these coins don't, you know, go through the can bank. Can you explain what that means for those who might not? Um, I mean, 
Probably not, because I don't really know what it means. <laughs> but it's not going to matter for too much longer because the federal court has decided that coins are a security, and because of the fact that they're a security, a security risk. No, no, like publicly traded security, oh. like stocks or securities, like those kinds of assets are called securities. Mm. So um, I don't know if it's the uh, yeah it was. The federal court, I believe, sent or no, it wasn't the federal court. It was, who manages the? the, uh, the it's just called the Fed, not like the Federal Reserve, right? I think, yeah, I think the Federal Reserve it's was the, the one yeah. that like actually issued the letter. They just call it the Fed. Yeah, and they're trying to like kind of trying to control get, it. That's that's like trying to defies like they're you know. they're trying to control it, but more so they're trying to get money out. They're trying of it. to. Yeah. They're like all the everyone's yeah, wanting exactly. money. I want my slice. And that's why you know all these DeFi projects are so popular. It's the idea of you know really wealthy, or just basically people being able to make loans to other people in need of loans. You know without the bank as an intermediary, so that other people can earn the interest. You know instead of the banks. Which is the idea to keep the money in circulation to the people, you know. But power to the people. I'm all for that. Yeah, but what about it's very there was this there was a news story that I heard. Um, it was called like Squid Coin. Did oh, you guys hear yeah, about that? Yeah. It's no, like some, I don't I don't know how many millions some shit coin. I don't know how many millions okay. of investors were well, defrauded. Who, who but, made that? No, no, no. Dude, we could we could make a coin a if we wanted. Well, it's, it's anyone easy. can make yeah. an old coin, dude. Yeah. Like, yeah. like literally, you just name literally. it something that's oh, trending. Exactly. Arpon, did you have something to say about yeah, the no, story? This, this is this is that was dead ass a pump and dump. Like who yeah. made it, bro? Just a random dude. Who like knows? he wanted to make quick money. He made millions. How, you can't just like yes. usually you have to like it's have a name so, to like you know come up off of an old coin. It is so easy to make. Yeah, because of that Netflix show. Yeah, fucking on the internet like that. Oh, so, like, this was recent. Yeah, it was within the last, like... La yeah, yeah some last... dude saw, oh, Squid Game's trending everywhere. I'm going to make some shit coin called Squid... Are you squid Coin. <laughs> some bunch of suckers buy yeah, in, and, and then the guy that created it dumps his supply and, yeah. like, yep. ruins it. Jeez. Or the market, whatever. It, it went... That, that coin lost 99.99% of its value within, I think, like, a couple minutes. Yeah. Because, like, the creator who had majority yeah. share dumped just dumped mm -hmm. all of it. Mm -hmm. How much did he make, you know? Uh, each coin was trading. I think each coin started trading in the, like, cents. Yeah, like and, seven cents or something. And then at its peak, it had hit 2,070-something. Dollars? Yep, each one. $270? Something like that. No way. It wasn't that much. It was 2,000 bucks. That's no. a lot. I don't. This was, like, a multi-million dollar scam and the thing is like there's not really anything in place like legislatively that can stop people from doing that is there no and there is there is no way to control it because of the fact that like you know these are all decentralized systems anybody yeah. can make a coin exactly. anybody can mint a coin and anybody can publicly make it available and mm -hmm. it's up to the people to know if they should you know yeah put value on this so they're like buying chuck e cheese tokens yeah. like yeah. <laughs> that's what's fun about it. it's like because we're in this like technological renaissance in time right now you yeah. know we're in this age of ai all this stuff so 
we're in such early stages of crypto. I think, yeah. you know, 10 years from now, any of them will probably be worth way more. Because yeah. yeah. well, I mean, it's such really, a it's, small percentage of the population is really it, like knows about crypto or is even bought into it, you know, and when it goes mainstream. I don't know. Well, I, I like like you said, we're we're definitely in the renaissance. Like we're in like the very like early stages. I don't even think we're like in the early stages anymore. Here's the thing: I wouldn't call it a renaissance because renaissance was something that was like you know replicating a previously existing thing. Well, I think this is kind uh, of just like replicating of like like the stock market in general. Stock market and crypto are not. I would not put them. I the I say they're they're very crypto comparable. Is, they're not the same. Crypto in in this stage right now, crypto is completely hype. There is no value you can attribute to it except for like maybe the top two coins. Other well, than that, that the rest the is, is like, completely hype. Yeah, you're you're right about that. And the stock market but, has always been something that you can evaluate. But our problem, think about that's all also those not true, NFTs though. and stuff, like the way that's being implemented in a business now, you know? That's just one of the business applications of crypto for yeah, artists. But and, once, you know. once, once you have those business applications and you can put a value on said business, business applications, then you can start evaluating it. But... For right now, like, I, I'm trying to sell you Squid Coin. How, how are you going to tell me how much it's worth? How are you going to even start thinking about how to value them? Uh, Squid Coin, specifically? Yeah. How many people will be interested in it? That yeah, would be like a know. value. It's, yeah, that's, I mean, that's, Squid Coin's clearly that's not a, value. Yeah, Squid Coin's clearly a... But that's becoming something. what value is, is hype. <laughs> Yeah, the, yeah, that's no, they the are. scary part about like okay, the market in the general. The thing is, too. like, I, I agree, but at the same time, we we can like use that like retrospectively with uh, Elon Musk. I think is like the best example because yes, although like his companies, uh, both Tesla and uh, SpaceX, do have actual value, a lot of the reason why um, his companies are doing so well are just because of hype, because people are like. Oh wow! This is a guy. He's so relatable to me. He watches anime too. Wow! Me and him, the same. That's true, but he he does a fascinating thing where he actually backs up his stuff. Like he will he will go to the lengths of making prototype models of yeah. everything that he's talking about. Mm -hmm. He will sell this idea and he will make it work. He will sell people Teslas for Bitcoin. Yeah, temporarily. <laughs> yeah. And, um, and it works like he he's made it work it's very clunky still mm -hmm. extremely clunky if you've seen like finishes on teslas like, and i'm like look tell. i'm saying like i all of that is true but my main point is a lot of that is still just like hype like it is, yeah it, it's still hype but i think there is some merit to a person who has founded already like worked on a extremely successful business gone on to start another successful business and then backed it up with i don't know four different cars you're right it's it's very unheard of because you don't really see a ceo of a, like a big time company like that really stepping out into like the forefront and yeah. saying like hey this is mine um this is why i want you to buy it. this is why it's good um you don't see that from like any car manufacturer, I would say. Uh, I want to say, like, 
a lot of like uh, since we're kind of like talking about um, electric cars in general, the other like electric car manufacturers, I would say like uh, Lucid Air, and uh, there's like there's like another guy, um, a Chinese manufacturer that doesn't exist anymore. I forget the name, but they they tried to be like him as far as like the personality goes, mm-hmm. and it didn't work. So like he definitely you're right. He has a science to it. Yeah. And like, historically, too, there have been car manufacturer heads that have had a similar energy. Like, I would say uh, Ford had a very, like, similar standing in society where, like, he, he used to come out and, like, just make these promises and he would back said promises. And that's why Ford was such a big company, especially when it, like, was first starting out. Yeah, well, like the original Ford. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Like Henry Ford. Yeah, he was like known for being like a very like wild cat. As yeah. far as like he would like personally like race in his own cars and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. You know, showing the like quality and effectiveness. So, yeah. Never heard that. Really? Didn't yeah, no, he he did. Um, nah, I won't bring it up. I was gonna like bring up like a like a book fact, but it's gonna take too long. I like book facts. But anyway, you're the guest. <laughs> uh, talking about crypto, though, um, what do y'all think about Meta? Oh, oh my god! So we actually had a chance to uh, talk about this last episode with um, Omar, as far as like uh, the Facebook name change, and it was finally revealed. They kept saying, like you know, saying. Ah, oh, we're gonna change Facebook into a metaverse, and they yeah. took it literally and named their Facebook is now called Meta. Mm-hmm. I don't think it's official yet, um, but I think the the general premise that they're trying to like move Facebook into is less of a social media platform and more of um, real life but digital. So like you can like uh, complete a lot of your um, like day to day actions as far as like maybe like hanging out with people going to meetings, uh, any face-to-face stuff you might have to do. Augmented reality and uh, virtual reality. Yeah, yeah, virtual reality stuff, basically. So, which I think is a really nice implementation, um, considering they bought, they they own the Oculus, right? Yeah. Yeah. They've owned Mm -hmm. Oculus for about a decade now. It has not been that long. It's been a long time, but it has not been a decade. It's Um, pretty much been a decade, yeah. Are you sure? Cause like I, I remember like the acquisition being like maybe like five or six years ago. I might be wrong, but um. Anyways, uh, a lot of people are very scared of this, or just like very worried because we kind of already live in a society where like we're very not face to face. Oh We're yeah. stuck in our like you know social media already. People we're all don't addicted wanna, like, to the digital dope for sure. Yeah. So you introduce this where you literally don't need to go outside anymore. You can like do all your interactions yeah. in a virtual platform. You know, why go outside anymore? Because yeah, I think the similar, the most similar thing I've seen to this is like, um, what, what's Sword that one? Online. No, no, no. What's the? There's like this one like virtual reality game. Like what is it called? Like I forgot. Like VR I room. Watched the movie. VR chat. VR chat. Oh, yeah. yeah. VR chat. Um, You're not talking about the movie. No, it's not real. Thing. Ready Player One. Yeah, Ready Player One. <laughs> yeah, no, no. There, there's a game called like uh, VR chat where you can basically do that. Like there's a bunch of like yeah. random like places inside this like virtual yeah, like world. an avatar. And I think Second Life was the first big one that started that revolution yeah 
and then came like VR's chat. There have been like a lot of like substitutes in the middle where like it's just a bunch of MMOs that like yeah. filled that gap. Yeah. But VR chat kind of took it into like a 3D thing. Mm. Yeah. There there's a lot of promise to it, but there's also like that fear of dystopia. Yeah. I mean, cause Yeah, we... I don't trust it. Like think about how much of your computer screen or phone screen is like advertisements, you know? Imagine yeah. Corporate virtual reality, <laughs> they can just throw whatever they want in your face, targeted, yeah. targeted advertising. Yeah. No, um, I don't know how much like merit there is to this because I literally heard this on TikTok. But uh, someone was doing research and the word metaverse was first like used in a book where it was a very similar concept where like the earth has had become such a like every corner had become such a wasteland not a wasteland but just media infested uh, commercialized place. yeah commercialized media infested place that everybody tried to look for escape and someone developed a vr system very akin to this and uh the like world inside that was called the metaverse and a lot of people migrated there as like you know a, a you know, pioneers would back in the day where, like, you're sick of your town, I'm going to go find my own <laughs> and, like, build my own. And, like, you know, they started... <laughs> yeah, build my own Minecraft world yeah, and live in They it. started, like, cultivating this digital scape. Yeah. And uh, the sad thing is, within the span of, like, how many of her books that you wrote, that digital scape ends up becoming the same thing as everything was outside. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, somebody wants to make their money. Somebody wants to get their name out there. Yeah, it's, it's all it's all a game of attention. I you're you're hundred percent right. But uh, when we talk about like cyclical things, I harken back to like history. You know, as far as like uh, wars go, you know they're usually fought over the same reasons all the time. So mm. money, resources, or I don't like you. Um, but when we go into like something like this. We haven't really seen anything like it yet. Yeah. Oh, uh, and it's, sorry. Yeah. You guys got to watch this one podcast, Tim Ferriss. Yeah, you know Tim Ferriss, but yeah. I can't remember the name. It's like pretty recent, but he interviewed the former uh, CEO of Google from 2000 to 2015 or something. Yeah. And he was talking about, you know, the future of AI. And he talked about how. With like AI now, wars like happen like in milliseconds because it's basically our supercomputers against their supercomputers. Yeah. You know, it's like I don't know. It's hard to articulate a crazy idea like that. No, it's but, everything. Like, but you know, cyber. Yeah. Yeah. It's not people on a field like running at each other with bayonets. It's just a piece of malware trying to yeah. infiltrate another system. But like these these systems are, you know, exponentially faster than a human mind can think and make decisions faster. So it's like, you know, a war would be, you know, two AI systems talking to each other and then another one seeing that they're plotting and then boom, it's over in like milliseconds. I don't know. I don't know how to articulate that idea, but yeah. Wasn't there a movie? What, were we talking about? what was the name of the movie? War Games? Like that old movie where, like, this dude, there's a supercomputer that he plays games on. Are you talking about Ender's game? No, no, like, 
there's like this old movie. I, I, don't, I haven't watched it, so I can't properly. Were they in space? Um, no. Okay. I know what Ender's Game, game is. Uh, no. Well, I was thinking of a 2001 Space Odyssey. No. But it's that's not. kind of a different concept. Super. Do you guys think science fiction affects the development of technology? 100%. Oh, yeah. Of course. Oh, yeah. Because it's like, it's, it's like a childhood thing, you know? It's like... Oh wow! I like read this thing in a comic book. So cool, you know. Mm. I'm gonna make it real life one day, and they do. Like we've like literally yeah. seen stuff that wasn't real come into reality because someone <laughs> wanted it that bad. Like if exactly. we go back to like um, uh, what's the one like famous um Star Trek movie? Oh, movie. Yeah, what was the one one like uh, old guy, young guy? What what? Time. Marty McFly, what's his name? What's the movie? Back to the Future. Back to the, the Future. future. Yeah. Back to the future. Old guy, young guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, the fucking hoverboard that's in that movie. We we haven't made a proper hoverboard yet, but like there were literally uh back in like I think around like 2015, I think it was. They literally made a hoverboard. I feel like we gotta be pretty damn close by now. Yeah, because like yeah, the way they made it is it's basically it's a magnet system. So they basically yeah. make a, a magnetic uh, skate park. And um, they make a board that repels off That's of the insane. magnet, and so you can like slide oh, around on it. They they pulled um, um, Tony Hawk to come over and try it, and like uh, so I gotta look up a video of that. There, there's a video of it somewhere, dude. I old. I feel like it's just gonna be like a sky zone type thing. Or, sky like, zone situation. Where, yes. Like you gotta like, rent, or you gotta like rent a the board, sky zone and like, where you have to pay like a. Five thousand dollar per hour fee. <laughs> but imagine how lit that would would be though. Like you have like your magnet boots on. You know you're fucking like hopping, like sliding around. A new everywhere. extreme sport, dude. That'd be lit. It'd be in the Olympics in 2050. I'm calling it. There are some crazy sports out there though. <laughs> magnet sports. Yeah. But no, I mean, like it just goes to show you, like if there's like if there's some moron with too much time on his hands, they'll yeah. do it. For sure. Yeah. That, like that whole thing about science fiction influencing our like will to attain certain goals. I listened to a program once where it was talking about uh, how we got to the moon and that people had been dreaming of going to the moon for who knows how long, as long as we could think. But, you know, they looked at all this old literature of like Galileo in the 1600s mm-hmm. and people had... In back in that time, tried to design crude rockets and like crude, like you know, like with Newton's, uh, you know, whatever Newton's formulas. And the point of that was that all of this, all that stuff in the past, it would just bounce off the new mind, generation after generation. They they bounce off these crazy ideas. So like something like the speed of light being unattainable or like, you know, a constant. And that's like our Mm -hmm. limitation. Well, back in 1600, there's no possible way anyone thought you humans would ever be able to get to the moon. It was impossible. There's no way. So I think of things like speed of light or what, you know, whatever else you can think of that, you know, sorry, I just thought of this (laughs) really random statistic that always like blows my mind. Did you know that the pyramids are like on the speed of light? Is like the coordinates of the pyramid like exactly or something? You should huh? Google that. You should Google that really quick. No, I'm serious. <laughs> Bro, this, that's the 
fattest conspiracy. No, 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 no. I've it's like a, no. I'm not. I'm not getting those variables right. But there's like some real correlation. No, that's that's one of those. That's one of those really like. That's aliens dropped the fucking pyramid. They did. That's one of those really like odd coincidences. Like if you look hard enough, you're gonna find coincidence anywhere. A coincidence anywhere, like. There are some cool coincidences, though. Yeah, but that like doesn't, the, like, uh, a yeah, coincidence. Mathematically, only so many coincidences. You know, they mean correlation. No. Usually. First. The JFK and Lincoln uh, assassinations, those are really cool coincidences. Yeah, coincidences? Oh, cool. What do you, they were planned. No, no, no. Uh, no, like the fact the they're, dates. like, on the same day 100 oh, years are they later. actually? Yeah. Yeah, they're on the oh. same day 100 years later. Uh, JFK was killed in a Lincoln car. Lincoln was killed in a. Oh yeah, I've seen uh, that. Like a right. Kennedy, like yeah, uh, something a, or like Kennedy's in a theater, theater. named uh, Kennedy or something no, like that. It wasn't that. Ford, it was Ford's theater. No, he was he was killed in a Ford, and uh, Abraham Lincoln was killed in Ford's theater. Yeah. So that's what that is was the this, coincidence. Uh, is this there. reincarnation? No, it's just it's just crazy coincidence. Anyway, so my yes. my thought on this is, dude, but with all the other con connections with the pyramid, yeah, it's the speed it's, of light is the northern longitude coordinates, like exactly, just, like down. Not there. exactly. Like if you zoom in, I've watched a different video on this. If you like zoom yeah. in close enough, like, no, it's it's a coincidence. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'll give you that. A strange coincidence. But all my point is that if you look hard enough, you're going to find coincidence no anywhere. Coincidences. Yeah. I mean, talking about uh, coincidences, let's talk about um, uh, The Simpsons uh, predicting yeah, like, everything. I bought this whole book about The Simpsons conspiracy. And they actually, like, there's this thing called the Ho Higgs boson particle or something. Yeah, and yeah it's the like, God particle. Yeah, yeah. And it was like in a Simpsons episode before, like a year before the Nobel Prize was like given for it. And I bought this book like that was like all about that. It's because the Simpsons is like written by like all these Harvard mathematicians and physicists. and oh, kept, Like it's written by geniuses. Like, I did not know. And they weave like all these like crazy math lessons into, into the stories. Like you don't even think about it, but even in my like modern algebra or some crazy up math class our teacher showed us like a Futurama episode written by the same people yeah you know and it was like about set theory about people switching minds it's i don't know so like the simpsons they they know something yeah I, that's what i'm saying dude because it's just like I, so i'll say two things one i find it very hard to believe you could have that many coincidences in like one medium two I've like done some like uh, looking into like the Simpsons prediction stuff and like uh, the way people are like chalking it up is like um, I forget what the exact term is but it's if you see something and you want something to happen enough it'll happen. No, yeah, you manifest. Don't yeah, even get don't even get stuff. Nathan started on this shit. Yeah. <laughs> So like that, that's like the second thing I'm like hearing about it because it's just mm -hmm. it's too much, dude. It's like they yeah. had too many things. Damn you know, near exact. You know and what I writers think? are in the Illuminati shadow government world. They control Man, the world. That's how they know, and that's how Dude, they. Dude, that or like they got a time machine somewhere. No, 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 no. Here's what I think. Yeah. If you predict a thousand things, and like fifty of those things are right out of a thousand, True. that's that's fifty. Yeah. That's sure you were wrong nine hundred fifty times, but that's fifty times. 
that you were right. Like that you said like the rain it was gonna rain tomorrow or something. And then yeah. some someone might not make anyone any predictions at all. If you only make a hundred predictions and you're right five times out of, but the thing is, out of it, those hundred, the person who got it wrong more is still gonna get more attention. It's like a details thing though. Like the, the details were too yeah. specific. Dude, Ooh. I watched the a really, a really a very old... weird thing in an extremely over-exaggerated medium like uh, cartoons, right? Like, you can always interpret a certain thing as anything just because everything is over-exaggerated. Like, so you're just saying you can, like, put together the details just because yeah. there's a lot... There. Uh -huh. Okay. Yeah. If you're trying to like, tell a certain story, you can find the details yeah. to back your story now because we yeah. have, you know, so much well, confirmation. Oh, there's like no confirmation bias. Yeah. yeah. Or there's yeah the manifestation or it's. I think it's know? more like you're looking for what's supporting your yeah. narrative and. And that's like, that's like the problem with AI that I don't know they talked about in that one Tim Ferriss podcast I mentioned, but. Like, yeah, there's enough information. Like, if you Google, is sugar bad for me? You'll find a bunch of stuff that says, yeah, it's, you know, it's bad for you. It's all these reasons. But if you Google, is sugar okay for me? Like, you'll find also some stuff backing you up. So it's, you know, yeah. like AI kind of, it's like that power. But it's like, you know, we must wield it correctly. Yeah. I feel I, like it's just giving people like what they want and feeding yeah. in. So people like and feel more strongly about all their opinions. You're not being challenged as much. You're not having as much conflict. Sometimes well, conflict is good. That's the like really scary thing about the future because I've been. I'm not sure if you guys know this uh, YouTube channel, but it's called like it has like a really German name. It's like a Kreutzer. Like, Kreutzer. Yep. Yeah. So they like oh, always yeah. do like random like science videos. Uh, they're the best. Yeah, we'll put me on that. They're so good. Super, super good. But they have uh, an episode about the singularity, and you know when mm -hmm. we like eventually like reach that. And basically, what it goes down to is we are no longer smart enough to manage the technology that we have. Oh yeah. It's either we bow down or we die. Uh, yeah. Do you think there's a way to avoid? Oh the yeah. Singularity. Do we, do we, well, I mean, I, nuclear that's, war. That's definitely not going to be a problem of our lifetime. Like yeah, definitely. Like, yeah. it's a few, a few hundred years off, maybe yeah. less. I still but, am convinced we're just in a simulation sent back to a relatively peaceful time and comfortable time in, maybe. in human history. Or what if we're See, just, what if we're really the base universe and this is all real and we did create it? Okay, but like that stuff like that wears me out because yeah, we're version I'll like, I'll have like, I'm sure you guys all have it, but like you have like that one random like deja vu dream. Like you do something in a dream, and you uh, know it doesn't matter if it's a few months off, a few years off, and that thing happens in real life, and you're like, dude, I, I remember. Do you know what deja vu exactly you're talking about? Deja vu, from what I've read scientifically, is you've you feel like you've done something before. You know, it's that feeling like, wow, like I've done that before, I've experienced that before, I've seen that mm -hmm. before. Because it's something that you have done or something similar before, and your ba brain is just kind of overloaded remembering the past event yeah. or past action that felt so similar to what you just did 
or sites, it anything like the deja vu. But my vu. point is, is it'll happen from a dream. Yeah, like is, it, is it overloading because my brain is like, you know, uh, weird or is it overloading because uh, the sentinels and the matrix <laughs> are coming after me? Exactly, like a, <laughs> like a system there. Yeah. You actually played, you know, a part of the, the game save from uh, earlier or something. Mm. Mm. File corrupt, yeah, return exactly. to last save. See, that's what I'm saying, dude, because it's... It's weird. Like that, that's the only thing, or like one of the things yeah. that I'll say that like makes me think: hmm, Are we Deja really vu. in a simulation? Today, I don't know. And Will tell you in our pod. Do you guys believe in like astral projection? Like that's real. People can really. I dead ass tried to do that for like three months, dude. Yeah, and <laughs> I luck? didn't work. Did you try? Did you try like mugwort or Honestly, anything? You probably have heard of this YouTube channel, Spirit Science. Yeah. You remember uh, watching that when you were a kid? Dude, when I was a kid, I think that channel's why I became such a, I don't know, pothead. Because <laughs> I watched that when I was a kid. I'm like, when I'm like, when I'm like eight, downloading all this I don't yeah. know, spiritual science. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, they, they go into some detail. They're like, ooh, there. Atlantis existed because yeah. Mars people came to Earth. And I'm like, oh, what? Yeah, Tell me so more. I'm intrigued. <laughs> I think that the whole astral projection thing is, you know, if you are experiencing that, you're not actually putting you think yourself it's all in your you know, head. I think, yeah, I think it's all in your head, and you're imagining the world like very vividly to the best of your memory, you and, it's, and you it feels think, real. You don't think you, there's maybe some metaphysics of the soul or something we just don't well, understand? I, I think that, that might have to do with to... like like very deep meditation. Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, maybe from to like what getting I've to heard, a point of like meditation where like you know you yeah. you aren't necessarily in your yeah. Mind. No, that's definitely how they say you you get there. But you let's know. let's go some back. Pe- to some people think it's you know like oh that's just some hippie nonsense. Some people I don't know believe. I'm just well, curious. Really, a lot of people have uh, made it like known that meditation, like the effects of meditation, when done properly and when done. Uh, for a long time can kind of simulate the same thing as hallucinogenics do. Oh, yeah. No, there's... So, like, you know, I do believe there is some merit to the fact that people are, like, seeing this crazy shit. Yeah. I just don't know to what effect it is. Yeah, people say they smoke DMT and get blasted off to some parallel universe. Okay. Come back. Can we talk about that as well? Because... I've like so I watch like a few podcasts occasionally, and I I hear it from comedians the most. Comedians yeah. like um, I, I'm trying to remember what the dude's name is, but like Duncan Trussell. Uh, bunch of fucking comedians, but anyways, uh, they they do DMT and mm. meet God, and after that, like they'll go from like not being religious to be like, damn. There might be something. That's just there. like the classic. Like I took so much acid, I met God. I took so much mushroom, I met God. But like, these are from like you're just like, so in your own like, head. Like there's like the differentiation because you know that's like your average like whatever person compared yeah. to like someone who like I would say like most comedians are very very intelligent people that like you know know what they're doing. Um, who who I, are you talking about? Uh, I know Chris Rock. Chris Rock did DMT and met God. Okay. Uh, like I've like heard that before. And what did he say? Was God a man? Was God a woman? Was I, no, God just, just God? Like, or no? It's just like <laughs> it's, it's, it's not even like it's more. With. It's way more uh, abstract. Than I that. think it was just whatever his yeah. mind 
pictured God would be. No, but that's like, the thing. Like it's it's an abstract thing, though. It's yeah. not. It's not necessarily. It has but to, like specific giving form. giving that a bit more structure, though. I've also done a fair bit of research, and there is a common pattern between people tripping balls and seeing certain animals, especially with snakes. That's why the celestial snake is such a big thing. Mm-hmm. Like, there's so many different cultures that have, like, tripped fucking, like, balls and just seen snakes. Dude, that's, that's the other thing. Tripping and, like, throughout cultures, like, yeah. the history of, you know, Indians or basically every culture has yeah. some, some every form of... Every culture has found some way to... You know, in churches, yeah. And no, like, it's usually some type of psychedelic for, you yeah. know, spiritual... It, it, that's the thing. It's like, like it's, it's been used it's like throughout history. Thing. It's not new. Yeah. yeah, they're not using it necessarily for pleasure. It's like to get closer to something. Yeah, like to understand more in yeah. general. And like then there is uh, like the actual scientific theory that like brewed off of that, where like the stoned ape theory, where like everything like. Oh, about humans. how like humans are like innately violent. It's no, no, the, the stoned no. ape theory is saying that apes got fucking hammered oh. and stoned, and that's why we started becoming smarter. Oh. <laughs> like they ate psychedelic okay. mushrooms out of okay. cow, I, cow shit. That's not where I was going. Common myth: it I doesn't was, grow in in cow shit. No, it doesn't. Nope. It's um, new every day. <laughs> I thought you guys were talking about um, like archaeologists who discovered an uh, ape that had like uh, rocks, like marks inside the back oh, of its no, head, no. and then they started like theorizing, no. that, oh, um, since our ancestors were always yeah. violent, Teddy, we must also." Is this your own personal theory? <laughs> no, no, this is a, this is a real like research. You thing. should check like out. Stone ape, I mean stone. You guys should check out the movie Fantastic Fungi. You haven't seen it it's on netflix it's super okay. good but there's this one segment in it about stone dave theory yeah. it's just like an animated caveman like eating mushrooms and then, just, <laughs> and then it like goes like through his eyes and, you know like a some monkey man yeah. becoming sentient for the yeah. first time it's, it's funny well that's the thing because um it's, it's even like naturally occurring um i've seen documentaries where they'll mention you know how certain apes will lick toads to get high oh yeah these um <laughs> These squirrels that I saw in Alaska would just munch on these psychedelic mushrooms. <laughs> it's like, uh, what no, was it? Like, <laughs> it's crazy. Like, so many animals just want to get high. Like, you know, there's the whole problem in Russia where, like, bears are fucking sniffing jet fuel to get high. <laughs> like, that's a massive issue. You know, how the fuck they get on the airbase? No, they don't. Because, like, in Russia, like, when you're flying... If something happens, you need to just have storages of jet fuel because there is snow oh, everywhere. Okay. So there's just like... Just like random warehouses? Yeah. Not even warehouses. Just caches. Just little like, caches <laughs> of like just jet fuel if somebody like is stranded. Yeah, okay. And bears go there and get fucking high. <laughs> what the, I, I want to say it's not, it's not that um, these animals are seeking it out, but it's like once you have it once... You yeah. gotta go back for more. Arpon, just just thinking, you know, just just assuming on the basis of stone ape theories, they're true. Yeah. You know, we became super smart for monkeys by eating a lot of mushrooms. Well, it's not does like we became mean, smart from that. Yeah, well, obviously, well, like, does that mean in theory the same thing would happen to like any other species of animals if you did that to them over enough generations? 
don't know. You think? I don't think so, just because like be there's so much experience. research yeah. back <laughs> on like the intelligence of apes and just like uh like their uh their teamwork like aspect yeah. and just like uh the familial unit I, that they yeah, have. That's true. I think most I think, animals don't have a similar system like that. I think that is it true. would work if it was people uh, if it was not people but animals with if if this is right if this is like the theory that we're going with like you yeah. know this is our gold standard like this is what we teach in school if that's true it might work with the smarter animals like, yeah like you know dolphins i bet dolphins octopi. dolphins would be the next yeah can dolphins trip can they eat some sort of like trippy kelp? Like, I don't see why not. I'm sure they Dude, can. I watched this drunk history about the CIA doing <laughs> experiments on dolphins in the 60s, like giving them a bunch of acid and trying to like communicate with them. Like, <laughs> <laughs> listening for Morse code yeah. from the squeaks. <laughs> Goddamn. No, dude, it's actually such a funny episode of drunk history. And like the lady whale taker, like, ends up jacking off the dolphin, like, just to get him to behave and like forms a weird bond with him. That's okay. That's, that's serious. That's, that's our tax dollars at work. It's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy how much batshit experiments, like the United States had has oh, done yeah. with LSD, oh, and yeah. then they were like, All right, "We're illegal. <laughs> this just, is legal." Just don't now. worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, dude, I think that's why the the Area Fifty One raid was so like interesting to a lot of people. Dude, Dude, nothing's been the same you. since then. Think about it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know it's a red into the basin, <laughs> and from there I just saw white. They took me away. <laughs> Dude, that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, because I don't think you can have so much allure and like awe to a place without there being some truth to it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, like every I mean, conspiracy or yeah, you know like has some seed of truth to it. it. The secrecy of it definitely gives people the liberty to kind of bring out all of their wild imaginations. Yeah. And for all we know, it's probably just a place where, like, people are drone striking other countries from. Maybe. Like, drone striking <laughs> aliens. Or aliens. So that's where Ender's game is. That's, that's where Ender's training right now. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. It's we we've been seeing a lot of things as far as like um, uh, classified information becoming declassified the last few years here. We can. I guess because it's not gonna. It won't harm anyone who's living. Yeah. It won't harm their reputation anymore. The UFO thing though, like like they like dropped a bunch of UFO videos. Teddy, conspiracy for you. Like you know, the whole COVID lockdown happened. Yeah. And then they declassify all those things, so people are confined uh, in their house and don't freak out. Yeah, here's what the do you thing, think? though. Some some correlation why, there. Why did they reclassify the JFK assassination? Reclassify, dude. How do you reclassify something that's already well, like public it was? Knowledge. It was supposed to be uh, like declassified, but then when that date came, they were like, "No, we're gonna extend the date." So when's that coming out? I don't know. I don't know when it's dropping, dude. When the new JFK docs. <laughs> but, uh, but no, um, as far as the the UFO stuff goes and like lockdown, dude, I don't fucking know. I try to like yeah. I try to like stay away from like 
that line of thinking just because it just it's such a fucking rabbit hole. Yeah, dude. So much came out of it. Like it's <laughs> some good, some bad. Yeah. Like I'm really happy the workforce is like going to remotes. Like that's actually I feel like that should have happened. You know? Yeah. People should have had the option to do that. I mean like we're already seeing like ago. really big right. jumps in productivity. And I think it's just like it helps being for for a lot of people. Yeah. No. I think the average person does have like some semblance of anxiety and like for what? anyone that's like increased in the workplace. Yeah. Here's my question this, though. What does this mean for like privacy? Privacy, like, what do you personal mean? privacy? I think we get more of due, it now. Yeah. Due to the fact that we are made to take devices back to our home. Like people could choose to live off the grid before. Because, yeah. you know, you went to your office, you conducted business, came back to your life. Yeah. But now, all of us need to have devices to work at all. And what does that mean for, like, like private... Like, you know, Better just have the camera set, Just have your office, man. The rest yeah. of the house is well, off well, limits. Well, not that. That even, like, goes into, like, a network thing. Because uh, from how the most of these, like, work computers work is you're, you have a work computer, and it has a connection to the network okay. of the servers yeah. that are inside your workplace. So what if your workplace decides, oh, snooping time. I'm going to, you know, see what's, like, happening on your network and, like, yeah. you know, do some bad things. Even beyond that, like, especially with, like, Snowden's leaks. Yeah. Like, that was... Like a long time ago now. Yeah. And Isn't he still like on the lamb? Yo, yeah, he's still yeah, in fucking crazy. Russia, dude. <laughs> but like it's it's crazy to think about how much we have progressed since the days of that technology. What do you think is happening right now? Oh, uh, I mean, they I mean, have they have everything. Like, I don't think yeah, anything dude. has changed. I think it's kind of just all the same. Like, we're still like having our conversations, listen to our phones are tracking us everywhere we go. Yeah, like I don't think and anything I think, has changed. I think it has gone to the uh, private, like or company. Like you know, it's not just a government thing. Like now, companies have this too. Because like, dude, my where I work. The managers can access the cameras from anywhere. They could be at home, like on the weekend. They could be on their vacation, and they can look at the cameras at the warehouse that I work at and see what's going on. And apparently, one of the one of the team leads, even on his vacation and days off, he's sitting there watching the cameras, <coughs> and he'll call in to the office and say, like, "Oh, blah blah, like this cart's sitting here. Someone's got to go get it." And they're like, "Dude." It's your vacation. Why are you call why are you watching these cameras? Yeah. <laughs> That's like extreme example, but yeah. just just goes to show like yeah, yeah like there's even, always even your employers are watching like, like on, but like with that privacy, you know. There's like Will was saying there's just more and more cameras everywhere, you know, now. So it's like we don't possibly have enough human eyes to like to pay and like watch all of this like at once. Yeah. You know, so it'll eventually just be watched by like some AI system that'll like alert some human when something is well, like that, that's, something's that's off of the right normal. Like, yeah. Let's But then out of that can like like if if we if we talk about like I don't know garage doors for the next five minutes, I guarantee you all four of us are gonna get yeah. garage door ads tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so I'm gonna yeah. interject and like talk about like this uh, very attention based economy that we live in. 
which uh, you know goes off of our our habits and you know our usages. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all ads are today. Ads are like a very like, yeah. deeply AI rooted to like Dude, watch yeah. the habits that off you your, have off your profile. Mm-hmm. That's been like deep learning exactly. for based, literally your whole life. Every interaction not, you've had on Google, no, it's not even like a on. new thing though. Mm-hmm. Like five years ago, like five six years ago, there wasn't there a big story going around where like. Amazon knew when this girl was pregnant before she knew she was pregnant. I don't know no. anything about that. But that's crazy. Like that—that's crazy shit. Probably you know? just heard yeah. them talking about a baby or something. You know, talking about a baby and like general like tendencies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like that was all that they had to work off yeah. of. Well, that just goes to show you, like, how truly advanced these guys like, are. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's just it predictive based on deep learning of yeah, past data. And the, basically the more data that they they feed it, the, yeah. the stronger exactly. the and more accurate are. it is. So, like, like this, by this, the time like we they, die, like, it'll be weird. Like, our phones will probably have so much data, like, transcripts, like, video of all of us. Like, it'll be able to recreate, like, a bot for, like, our kids to talk to that will, like... They could talk to and it would like act like us because that's so much information. Like everything we've said our whole life is logged, so it can predict what you're going to say next. Yeah. Like how you'd respond to someone. I don't know. It's just, I don't know. You take from that what yeah. you want. I mean, well, good or bad. Good. It's just like, yeah. If, if you can teach a computer something, it'll eventually become better at doing it than you are. Yeah. Simply just because it has, it can work like literally around the clock, 24 7, every day. Perfecting itself at whatever task. It's mm-hmm. See patterns that's, that like humans cool. were even I, looking for. I do, I do really like that idea though. Like yeah. the whole like Thalia system from like uh, Logic's album, where like you know you can you can load this AI with all the history in the world, and you can just talk to any mm-hmm. historical person. So for anyone that doesn't know, Harpon is talking about um, what what was the album's name? Uh, tits. Uh, uh, the incredibly the, true story. Yeah, the incredible true story, a logic album. Inside yeah. the album, they have skits inside of it where they talk to. So they're on a spaceship and they talk to the spaceship's AI. And if you want, the AI can change its voice into like um, anyone you ask for. Yeah. And they ask for well, it's like. Not, it's song. not just like it's not just their voice. Like it's a like personal. Like yeah. Yeah, like you can speak to anybody in history. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, well, we're already moving into that. Literally, we've been. We're all going to be um, up- uploaded into the meta. Uh, <laughs> uh, shoot, what's his name? What's yeah. his name? Into uh, the metaverse. Jordan Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele did something a while back with like AI and um, Barack Obama. He would like did a Barack Obama. Oh, the deep fake. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, dude. He had his face. Had his voice. Like everything. Yeah, dude, I've thought about that. Very like, uncanny. No, they could do that with anyone. And I've like wondered, like, sometimes I'll, my dad watches a lot too. So I'll just, sometimes I watch and just wonder if it's like, is this, is this real or is this just some computer generated thing? You yeah. know? Well, think about that. Like, eventually, I feel like we won't even need actors. We'll just need, we'll just need yeah, uh, like uh, high res HD scans of faces. Yeah, that's it. Like, we'll, we'll need like the licenses mm-hmm. to people's faces. Once we have that, we don't need you anymore. We could make an entire commercial um, with you right. acting, doing things, whatever you it is. Your face. With just your face. <laughs> That's true. You better put a good price tag on your face. Now, here's the thing, though. I don't think acting is going to go out. Cause be- just because of the fact that 
animating, hand animating, or like, you know, software animating even is so goddamn time consuming. But it's getting better every single day. It's getting better every single mm -hmm. day, but I don't think it's going to be there until at least the next sure. 10 years. Like, it, and that's the thing, it doesn't have to be a right now thing. Yeah. Like, this is just an eventual thing. Like, I see this being like more than possible. Yeah. I think, I think it will like, start affecting people like 30 years down yeah. the line yeah because um have you guys sorry have you guys watched the new blade runner movie um, i don't yes. think so um have you <laughs> no. cooper i've I watched the, a bit of the old one the okay. original one uh the original one is not unfortunately not relevant because in the new one they have a character inside of it that is entirely uh, CG, and you really can't tell that it's a CG. You can't tell the difference between the human actor. And yeah, the... you you can't tell until yeah. like they kill it because it's like I don't. I'm personally I haven't actually watched the movie, but the scene is they're bringing in like a woman that like the main character like used mm -hmm. to love or something. You know, saying like, "Oh, hey, don't you? If you join us, you know, you can have her again." Blah blah yeah. blah blah blah. Oh, you don't want her bang and then they kill her and that's the only time you can tell that she's fake because she kind of like yeah. cartoonishly dies yeah but before that's super super uncanny yeah that's crazy do, do you remember Using that scene? Now. i haven't seen the new one just oh you also one. have it no, i thought you said but, you did no uh, i know that scene. do you know the scene yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. but so like, watch the movie like if, no, I if will. Not, don't don't even watch the movie. Just watch that scene. Yeah, like, dude. So, in so many movies, they probably do use deep fakes, and we don't even realize it. Yeah. Like some actor Here's calls thing, in though. sick one day or something. Yeah. So, like, they don't How waste long that day. do you think that took to render? That's a great question. And because like there, I there honestly is, couldn't tell you. There is subsurface scattering on like every single pore of that face. Yeah. And like that shit takes so long. Maybe months, plural. I like I really could not tell you. Yeah, like that's crazy to think of. I'm sure they're ha they have like better systems to calculate this sure, stuff. Sure, but the it's thing just is mapped like, out. But like small it's still pixels. like you know even for like a full movie, dude, thirty it still frames takes, like, per second. Yeah. Then you have a scene that's nearly ten minutes long. Mm -hmm. You need to. That's so many frames. Especially if you're, I'm sure they're doing ray tracing. Yeah, of course. I'm yeah. like, dude, like, because everything about it was realistic. Yeah. Well, we'll have to go and see the new Blade Runner. We're also sponsored by them. <laughs> no, we're definitely actually. not. We are not please sponsored don't by us. them. Warner Bros. Please, I didn't ask for this. <laughs> oh yeah. Um. But yeah, dude, the future is fucking horrifying. Nah, man, um, it's, it's what we make it. We build the future. Well, yeah. that's the thing. You're Manifest not in control, though. If you ever... have zero power to change anything. The only people that can what change it are... Elon Musk. Yes, Elon <laughs> Musk, all the billionaires of the world. Yeah, they, they don't want your best interest. Yeah, we have, like, I don't know, I see it as, like, the, we're moving through our world and we're, like, sifting through, like, the sand. And we're kind of, like, creating our own pathway. But with what direction we're going in... We can choose to decide our own direction and dig through the sand in our own way, and maybe one day we'll dig out to our our sunny sandy beach. Bro, or please fix your mic. Sorry. Or 
we find a direction that's being kind of paved, like let's say Elon Musk has these giant shovels. He's shoveling through and he has this big path and it seems very nice and easy and we don't have, we don't have to do as much work and we can just follow the path that Elon Musk or whoever like these big creators in our world are directing us to. So like I think of like the whole population as like being guided and directed by these few people on the top who are maybe sort of the puppet masters, but kind of well, like influencing and directing there. us. I think we're already like. Oh no, I'm, I'm, that's what I'm just saying. This yeah. is my like uh, you know perception idea of like. I think that, that, like, that started happening since like humans started having like civilization and oh yeah. and you know companies. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Well, like it, I I say like more now than ever just because like I'll always go back to like. The intention-based economy like that because that's all it is like whoever can get the most people's attention for anything That'll whether happen. it be a project whether it's uh excuse me a product whether it's a movie whether it's an actor whether it's some random ig thought they're gonna be the one who wins yeah it's true unfortunately dude this is like a massive tangent but like talking about this shit reminded me of like Expanse wasn't that supposed to like wasn't a new season supposed to come out? Expanse? I haven't seen that. I've been that meaning to watch that. Is that good? It's so good. Okay, you should really watch it. I watched one episode where there's like space pirates or something yeah. like <laughs> space pirates. Yeah. No, like uh, listeners, if if you want to watch a really good sci-fi series, The Expanse. <sighs> but in the meantime, keep listening to us. Yeah, please. <laughs> We've had so many like shout outs to like movies yeah. and like other podcasts and like yeah. when do you think the checks are gonna start rolling? <laughs> yeah. Like uh, I think we've we secured financial freedom after this podcast, uh, after all those plugs. I mean, look, dude. This was it, dude. This well, is a big break. Here, I'll, I'll I'll even break it down since like where we're talking about like um just like uh, finance stuff. Um for anyone looking to start a podcast, here's the breakdown. So first you have to actually have your idea for the podcast, you know, and the people you're going to do it with, uh, get your equipment, blah, blah, blah. Once you have all of that and you can start recording episodes, uh, there basically you can put it up on a uh, podcast hosting service. What we use is called RSS. They'll put your podcast on places like Apple Podcasts, uh, Spotify, uh, Google Podcasts, you know, so on and so forth. After that, you can connect yourself with advertisers. Uh, some of these hosting services will have an option for you to speak to different advertisers. You link with an advertiser, they check your numbers, they see what your uh, demographic is, they can maybe say, hey, um, you got a good amount of listeners, I like who you're working with, Um, here's some money, talk about my products. That's like the first option. Uh, I think that's like maybe like 30% of like most like podcast podcast incomes, but uh, secondarily, I think uh, the majority of like money people are going to be getting comes from their Patreon subscriptions that they have, and our Patreon will be coming very soon. Uh, look out for yes. that. We'll eventually like bring it up. Yeah, and um, Kombu- I'll have some special kombucha flavor drops on it. Exactly, and, that is, and that's like, uh, which brings us to another thing that I wanted to bring up. A segment that I was thinking about having is like um, announcements. That, like every week, we can like kind of like just um, like plug or like drop something that we're doing. You know, saying, hey, 
Shit, oh, I'm, I'm not that this, fucking this, this. interesting, dude. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Maybe you need to fix your yeah. goddamn confidence. Okay? I'm sorry, but I don't think I'm that interesting. Oh, fucking God. Anyways, disclaimer. Anyways, it, like for us, like for the guests that we have, like, you know, whether it be like, you have something going on, you want some more IG followers. Um, but anyways, uh, that's that tangent. That's how you make a podcast. That's yeah. how you uh, monetize the podcast, I should say. Thank you. And Thank then you. we can uh, <laughs> rewrite this entire script once we actually start making money. Because <laughs> right now we're talking out of our ass. <laughs> nah. We should just do it for fun. This is fun. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, what yes, are we sir. at? Oh, sorry, Hour 14. Well, oh shit. You didn't even... Make something for money moves this week. Money moves. Oh, the money video was dead. Um, oh. Money ah. moves. Take risk. Always take risk. Oh, take a big. Money don't make money. Take a huge risk if you if you're feeling it. If Put it all in Dogecoin. <laughs> if you're young, and you don't have a lot of money, get a job, make some money, and take terrible. risks. Take no, take more risks. I don't know. I don't know who said it, but an extremely smart woman once said, "Big bank, take little bank." Yes, uh, big big bank, take YG. little bank. YG said that. Have confidence, unlike Arpon. Um, have a plan. <laughs> have some sort of plan. Have some and sort stick of outline. To it. <laughs> Okay, you know I'm, I'm gonna take this over because you are terrible at this. Hey, hey it can be. Okay. So look, everybody, I am so sorry that this uh, segment was so savagely brutalized. Uh, but uh, I'll come in and try to clean it up a little bit. I think what my wonderful co-host Cooper was trying to say. Is you that said I was the captain this episode. Yeah. What the fuck? Demoted already. Um. The major point that Cooper was trying to make is just uh, whatever you're doing, keep working on it. The time you put into it is going to be the growth that you make. And Learn the more from time the you mistakes. put in, the more that you grow. There is this, this quote, because uh, I love quotes. Dude, enough with the rapper. <laughs> there was this quote that I read the other day, and it was of Leonardo DiCaprio talking about making you know millions as an actor. Um, because for like you know short shots and it goes something like i worked 10 years to get where i am in my acting career and you know i take this minute long shot that i get paid for you know however many millions for or however much he's getting paid i'm not being paid for the one minute that i worked uh, for the shot i'm getting paid for those 10 years that have passed that uh, that he's used to build himself up to where he is so Make investments now, and they will pay off in the years to come. Momentum. Yes. Yes. But more importantly, Which, uh, be happy. Another point that I'd like to bring up yes. is uh, Arpon's bad investment practices that he's slowly fixing, which is uh, goes into that directly. Um, don't wait till later to invest. Put your money in right away, or put your time in right away. What I'm saying is, just budget, just a Doge little, point just a is little a bit. Legitimate um, and, um, thank and you I'm... for thank you for listening to the Live and Learn podcast. <laughs> it's been absolutely lovely. Thank you for our guest Nathan for coming and speaking to us. Thanks for having um, me. You know, uh, and yeah, we still don't have an outro. Thanks for coming. Goodbye. Goodbye to the camera that isn't recording. Goodbye.
Farewell. So long.